Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. It is a critical time for Bitcoin and the crypto markets. There was a certain fundamental event or force or pressure, if you like, that was contributing to some of the recent positive price action we've been experiencing with Bitcoin and the crypto markets. Unfortunately, another event came out this week that has threatened some of that positive price action and momentum. I'm going to tell you, first of all, what that fundamental event was that was helping prices to rally recently. And then I'm going to tell you what's happened that has threatened or reduced some of that positive momentum. So be sure to stick around because it will really help you to understand what is happening with Bitcoin today. Before we get to that point in today's call, we're going to talk about the top three headlines in the crypto market news that every single crypto investor should be aware of. And of course, we're also going to check out the BTC, ETH and altcoin charts together. Pop open the BTC chart. If you like, go on the five day time frame and you'll see that BTC has been trending down pretty aggressively, pretty much from about Wednesday onwards, especially. The last couple days when we were looking at the Ethereum chart, we were talking about how it is outperforming Bitcoin because of the positive momentum that's been going on to do with the upcoming Ethereum merge in around about exactly one month's time, actually. Some of that positive momentum is starting to fade a little bit. We are seeing the impact of that cool down slightly. So BTC is down. ETH is down, very unsurprising that altcoin markets are struggling too. If you look at the top 20 cryptos by market cap, you'll see that pretty much every single one is in the red today. Worth noting as well that the Ethereum chart is struggling despite some good news coming in. CME Group plans to launch options on ETH futures prior to the merge. The group has reported that it had observed an increase in trading volume and open interest for Ethereum futures and micro-sized ETH future options, possibly in anticipation of the merge. This is definitely good news. It might just be the case that the Bitcoin price action has just been so severe that it has overshadowed this event for today and we might see a little bit of positive momentum pick up when this news is fully digested. Let us turn our attention now then to the top three headlines in the news until we really get to understand at the end of this call what is going on with Bitcoin. Hoddle not, the embattled crypto lender faces police proceedings and revealed it had laid off most of its staff. The Singapore-based crypto firm said that there are pending proceedings between itself and the Singapore Attorney General and Singapore Police Force in a blog post published this morning. Do remember that Hodlnord is a startup which is a string of crypto lenders to have frozen customer funds in the wake of the collapse of Terra, the blockchain underpinning the now defunct stablecoin UST and the crypto hedge fund 3 Arrows Capital earlier this year. Vold, which is also based in Singapore, is stuck in a similar situation, as of course is South Asian crypto exchange Zipmex. This just goes to show that whilst these unique events, the collapse of Terra and what's happened with Three Arrows Capital, have um, already occurred, of course, in the market and very much been digested by the marketplace, there continues to be a series of knock-on effects or domino effects that are still coming out, I think will still continue to come out, and therefore... In that sense, the effect of these two huge events that happen in the crypto markets is not yet fully complete. 
this year, US lawmakers have definitely turned their attention and accelerated that attention on crypto companies. And that is what Top Headline 2 is about today. US House lawmakers are seeking information from four crypto mining companies in an effort to understand the environmental impacts of blockchain technology. The House Energy and Commerce Committee sent letters to Core Scientific, Marathon Digital Holdings, Riot Blockchain, and Stronghold Digital Mining on Wednesday. The committee is studying the impact of proof of work and how it relates to emissions and excess electronic waste. Remember that the proof-of-work consensus mechanism is quite energy-intensive, so it creates a lot of carbon emissions, which of course get trapped in the um, world's atmosphere and accelerate the heating of the environment that is of course causing climate change. And excess electronic waste in this context is probably referring to the fact that a lot of mining equipment becomes redundant very quickly. So a lot of big machinery is uh, thrown away in an effort to buy the latest and most efficient means of conducting the mining that facilitates the proof of work consensus mechanism. The move comes as Washington regulators take a closer look at cryptocurrency amid this summer's market crash. Additionally, Ethereum is expected to merge its proof-of-work blockchain with its proof-of-stake chain next month. Whilst we understand that blockchain technology holds immense promise that could make our personal information more secure and economy more efficient, the energy consumption and hardware required to support proof-of-work-based cryptocurrencies may in some instances produce severe externalities in the form of harmful emissions and excess electronic waste, reads the committee letter to Stronghold Digital Mining. I really don't think this is a reason to panic. Every industry, country, NGO, individual in the world right now is focused on climate change and what we can do to reduce the impact we're having on our climate. Cryptocurrency is no different and this just represents what is very much in line with the overall trend in the world today. This is not a crypto unique issue to be worried about and beyond that compared to a lot of industries in the world crypto has one of the highest likelihoods of becoming carbon neutral or carbon friendly. The proof of stake consensus mechanism requires far less energy and carbon emissions and already there are multiple projects in the space that are becoming a lot more green and environmentally friendly. Not to mention the environmental costs in general at the moment and especially with all the new developments that are happening in the crypto market are far outweighed by the economic and societal benefits that crypto makes possible. We can never just analyze something by its costs alone, especially when the upside massively outweighs those costs. Our final headline is about an exciting development in the NFT market space, and then we're going to go on to that bit of news that is causing trouble for Bitcoin. ApeCoin DAO, the decentralized governance framework behind ApeCoin, native token Ape, has received several unique proposals to build its own bespoke NFT marketplace. Magic Eden, the largest Solana-based NFT marketplace, first submitted a proposal to build a marketplace on August the 9th, a week after announcing they would integrate support on Ethereum. A new startup known as Snag Solutions submitted a second proposal just hours after Magic Eden's initial submission. On Wednesday, Rarible submitted a proposal that significantly undercuts Magic Eden with a zero-fee offer. All three proposals are in the idea stage, but would represent a very exciting new development for the NFT market. And from here, they could all be rewritten into a formal proposal and put to vote by the ApeCoin DAO. This is definitely a development to watch if you are involved in the NFT markets in any capacity.
To understand why BTC is currently underperforming, it's helpful to understand why it was pumping or got out of that crab-like price action in the first place. The gains that BTC experienced were very much spurred by the softer than expected US inflation figures released earlier this month. BTC prices have climbed to almost 25k from about 22k in hopes that inflation had peaked and the Federal Reserve would slow the pace of interest rate increases in the US as well as adopt looser monetary policies in 2023. A lot of jargon there, let's just take a look at it. Most investors will take a position on a risky asset like BTC when the overall marketplace is adopting and welcoming of risk. When the coronavirus hit a couple years back, the economy aggressively reduced interest rates to create a environment that encourages spending to combat any economic damage that was caused by the coronavirus. Fast forward to today, and the Federal Reserve in the US has started increasing interest rates again, so that that growth that they were trying to generate does not become crazy and out of control. Crazy and out of control economic growth is referred to as inflation. At the moment, everyone is worried that the economy is growing too quickly and that inflation is out of hand, until the CPI results came in earlier this month lower than expected. That is exactly why prices have been pumping, not only in crypto, but also in the equity markets, especially in tech stocks. So what changed and why is BTC struggling as of around about Wednesday? On Wednesday, the minutes of the July Federal Reserve's meeting were released, and this pushed back against all the dovish or positive expectations that I just mentioned. These minutes showed policymakers discuss the need to continue raising interest rates to keep borrowing costs at levels that restrict US economic growth for long enough to tame inflation. The cryptocurrency market is sensitive to changes in Fed policy and is halved in value since the central bank kicked off its tightening cycle in March. The push for continued rate hikes and restrictive policy contradicts recent market pricing, which had indicated expectations of interest rate cuts in 2023 and lifted Bitcoin to the highs that we've been experiencing recently. As well as these minutes being bad news, the confusion and surprise they have caused is also likely adding further volatility than the event itself. So look, where does this leave us? We thought we got good data come in. We've had new data come in that contradicts that. The only thing that's really gonna help us from a fundamental point of view is having more good news come through or data points. For example, there is an all important FOMC meeting coming up in September. And what would be really good is to see a more conservative 50 basis point hike come through rather than a more aggressive 75 basis point hike. To get a sense for how realistic this scenario is, you can check out the graphs that are shared by CME Group, which currently show a favor towards a lower good 50 basis point hike, probability about 57%. So that is just one of many different data 